You know, I've had people slam doors in my face, let dogs on me, try to punch me, call the police on me. Yeah, everything in between. You know, you've got to constantly reinvest in yourself and grow yourself as a person, but also learn what people want, right? I think that was one of the biggest things is going out and knocking doors. It's that, it's that persistence. You know, for eight years when I was knocking doors, there wasn't a day that I didn't sign a deal. Like I signed a deal every single day. Really, when placed under extreme pressure, we never rise to our full potential. In fact, we sink to our highest level of preparedness and perseverance. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Would you like to get three to five highly qualified leads every day? Well, welcome back to the Business Mastermind Podcast. Gavin here. Today, we're talking to Matt Clark. Matt is an expert on LinkedIn, and he is going to be sharing with us his eight-step Rainmaker system so that you can get three to five high-quality leads every day. So jump into my episode, my conversation now with Matt Clark. Hi, welcome back to the Business Mastermind Podcast. Today, it's my great pleasure to get Matt Clark onto the show. So Matt is the founder of the Virtual Edge and co-creator of the Rainmaker system. It's an online marketing system that helps entrepreneurs get two to five high-value leads per day from LinkedIn without paying for ads. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about LinkedIn advertising and the results that Matt and his team are getting for clients. So Matt, welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast. Thank you for having me, Gavin. I'm super excited to be here. So am I. And uh, shout out to Rachel Clancy for for connecting us and introducing us. So um, Matt, tell me, first of all, a little bit about your background in business and in life. Um, those of you that may have, uh, for the few words that uh, um, Matt has said, you might have picked up a South African accent. So uh, Matt, South African. So Matt, give, give us some of your background and also yeah. your, particularly your business journey. 100%. I mean, my background actually started in, funny enough, in the UK. Um, I, I used to do door-to-door sales, uh, gas and electric. Wow. I was one of those guys. Wow. Yep. What a baptism, baptism of fire. Hundred percent, and you know it was interesting. So I did that for about a year because when I finished school, my dad was like, "You're going to go to university, get a degree, be the first clerk in the family to get a degree." I was like, Phew, "I think you got the wrong person here." Um, <laughs> you know, I absolutely hated school, and now you want me to go and study another couple of years. That's not going to happen. So I actually worked as a waiter, and I worked as a waiter just earning tips, and uh, I built up some cash reserves. Came over to the UK, started doing some door-to-door sales. It was tough, man, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. What was the bit that you loved the most? You know, I am somebody that loves to connect with people. Um, I loved loved getting the sale. I loved the the attraction to, you know, that exhilaration that once you've got the sale. I loved the competition of, you know, striving to be the best. I mean, we had 60 salespeople in in the office. So if you got to that number one spot, everyone was like, ooh, ooh. You know, I kind of love that a little bit as well. Great. But also just the whole interaction, like having to become a better version of yourself in order to be able to influence people to make a decision, you know, obviously if it's the right decision for them. Um, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about people and connecting with people and reading people and learning about people. 
and understanding, you know, different modality of, of really connecting. And that has served me so well, you know, going forward into life and into business, because as we deal with it, everything is about people. For sure. Yeah. So you started so, off with sales and you, you obviously had a very, very short period of time with which to connect with, with the person on the other side of that door, didn't you? 10 to 15 minutes sometimes. Yeah. Uh, like it was, I mean, there were times, I remember that this one time it was the middle of winter in the UK. And as you know, you get like four seasons in a day. So it can be snowing and then raining and then the sun's shining and then it's overcast and but it's freezing the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. And you're outside walking door to door. No one wants to let you in because they don't want to let the cold air into the house. <laughs> yeah. And I remember this one guy, I knocked on his door the one day and he opened it up a fraction like this. And I'm having this conversation through the door and he goes and he gets me his bills and shows me his bill. And I'm like, okay, cool. We can help you. And here's how it works and everything. I'm like, so can I come inside and we can, and he's like, yeah, that's cool. Let's do it. I said, so cool. Can I come inside out of the freezing cold and we can get this done? He's like, no, you do it outside here. And he made me fill out the forms on top of one of those big bins. I had yeah, to fill yeah. everything out. He signed it and we left. And I was just like, <laughs> man, it took all of five minutes. It took literally five minutes from the time wow. I knocked the door to get him signed up. And wow. he was just like, yep, I mean, let's do it. Let's sign it up, get going. And it was done. <laughs> yeah. E- easiest sale, but the coldest one to, to complete. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I've, you know, I've had people slam doors in my face, okay. let dogs on me, try to punch me. Um, wow. call the police on me, you know, have the other side of things, you know, with women there as well. It's, it's yeah, yeah, everything in between. Yeah. And so where did you go from there? So from there, I actually went back to, I came back to South Africa. Um, I worked for my, one of my dad's friends for a little bit. I didn't enjoy it. Like I wanted something just to do in sales. Um, and yeah, you know, I worked with, I did a couple of really crappy things that didn't really excite me. And then a couple of years later, well, about a year or so later, my ex, the ex-boss that I used to work for in the UK phoned me up and he said, Matt, you've got to come and see me. And I was working for my dad's friend at the time doing corporate clothing and gifts. I, I hated it. Yep. So he phoned me on the Tuesday. I saw him on the Wednesday. And he said, what we're doing is we're selling telephone systems, PABX, door to door. And it's the easiest sale we've ever made. We're making a ton of money. I was like, okay, I'm in. So he phoned me the, the Tuesday, saw him on the Wednesday, quit my job on the Wednesday, started on the Thursday. Oh, this was in South Africa or are you heading back to the UK? In South Africa. Oh, okay, cool. So we did door-to-door sales here for South Africa for four years and then I opened up my own business and did that for another four years, all direct selling. And, you know, when I had my own business, we built that business up. I mean, you know, to, what is it, in pounds, probably five million pound a year business. Wow. wow. Yeah, so we, we, we did really good. Um, we did really good. And, and what then, were your biggest lessons or your biggest sort of learnings from the, the door-to-door days? You've got to be a better person um, and you've got to be strong. And, you know, it's like, I think it, it goes the same in business. Like business is not for sissies, right? Being an entrepreneur, you can't be a sissy and be an entrepreneur. It's, it's that simple. Um, you know, you've got to constantly reinvest in yourself and grow yourself as a person, but also learn what people want, right? I think that was one of the biggest things is, Going out and knocking doors, it's that, it's that persistence. And where most people say it's a numbers game, yes, it is a numbers game. But you know, for eight years when I was knocking doors, there wasn't a day that I didn't sign a deal. Like I signed a deal every single day. Wow. I just made that commitment to myself. I'm not going to come back without signing a deal. Love and that. I did every single day, whatever it took. Love right? That. Obviously ethical and legal. Okay? Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> but it's, it's persistence is key. And you know, I read, a, I read a quote the other day that really struck 
uh, that really struck a chord with me. And it was by a guy by the name of Brett Gleason. He's an ex uh, Navy SEAL. Okay. And he said, you know, really when placed under extreme pressure, we never rise to our full potential. In fact, we sink to our, our, our highest level of preparedness and perseverance. Whoa, that's a good quote. Say that again. I love that. That's sexy, right? Yeah, yeah. And so what, what that means if... Uh, so let's what, run that again. So it, when placed under highest pressure, we don't um, rise to our potential. We sink to our highest level of preparedness and... What was it? Perseverance. Piece? And perseverance. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So in a nutshell, what you prepare for when things are good is the level that you'll be at when things are bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why so many businesses during COVID just bombed out because they weren't investing in themselves. They weren't constantly moving forward. They weren't looking for different avenues. I mean, our business grew 78%. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I've hired salespeople. It's, it's been beautiful. I mean, I was, you know, chatting with you before. I mean, my sales team booked in 32 calls for me last week. Yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know, right. So four years door-to-door in the UK, another four years door-to-door in South Africa. Then you set up your own business. And what was your own business doing? Oh, no. So that was, uh, so no, I did, uh, it was one year in the UK door-to-door. Then it was eight years South Africa uh, door-to-door. So um, we're selling also PABX copiers, CCTV. And then what happened was that, you know, I realized that I wanted something different. Um, I didn't want to be out in the street knocking doors all day, every day. I felt like the, the relationships, I couldn't really build relationships with people, salespeople that I had, everyone was just there for the money. I, you know, I wasn't enjoying the culture and I was like, what am I doing here? And that's when I decided I wanted to do something online, build a business online, you know, make money online, make money while you sleep, um, travel the world, earn millions of dollars. You know, it's all easy because everyone makes it sound and look so easy. So I sold my shares in the business and I went on this journey. And I actually started out becoming an Infusionsoft certified partner. Okay. And yeah. um, that was really good. Um, I helped, you know, I started helping people automate their businesses, but then there became a thing where it's like, okay, we've got this automated, but now we need leads. Being in door-to-door sales, I knew how to get leads doing door-to-door sales, but not using online marketing. Sure. And as actually, I spoke to a friend of mine in Australia and she said, you've got to go and check out LinkedIn. Here's a few things that you need to do. And when I jumped into LinkedIn, I realized this is like doing door-to-door sales, but virtually, mm-hmm. right? But what's even better about it is that I never need to leave the house. I, don't, I can reach out directly to the person who I want to speak to. I don't have to go through any gatekeepers, any PAs, any of that. And it's easy. And so I started knocking 20 doors a day, right? Virtually knocking 20 doors a day. I started getting some connections and some of those connections turn into meetings. Some of those meetings turn into sales, because that's the number one thing I wanted, right? I wanted to just be able to get in front of my, more of my ideal clients. And we went down the route of running Facebook ads and sometimes they worked, sometimes they didn't. Then your account gets shut down. Then you get banned and you've got to go through that process. I'm busy on that process again. My Facebook accounts are a mess. We're sorting that out. Same thing with, uh, not, the, not necessarily the same thing with Google, but we just didn't really see the results on that. Then it's like, you know, you know what you need is a funnel, right? Now you need to go and build funnels. So you jump into click funnels and you start building out funnels and then that doesn't get you the results that you want. And of course, it's not because these things don't work. It's because you don't have the right skill set or the technical ability or the right knowledge or putting the right things into them to make them work, right? So it's never the tools, it's your own ability. 
But when I got onto, I mean, the one thing I wanted to do is just get in front of more of my ideal clients. And when I got into LinkedIn, I was like, this is the way to do it, right? It's simple. It's easy. It's cost-effective. I didn't need to have a website, professional built website. I didn't need to be a, an expert copywriter. I didn't need to build funnels. I didn't need to have the expertise to build, uh, to shoot sales videos. I didn't need any of that stuff. I could reach out, have a conversation, get someone on a call, take them down a journey, get them to buy. Done. Now awesome. we're converting between 30 and 40% of the people that we speak to. This is beautiful. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I suppose one of the things that you can achieve with funnels, for example, is scale. Uh, um, and yep. th- if you're reaching out, how do you get scale then? Is that through you can create leverage through people also reaching out on your behalf, following your system? So there's a couple of different ways. So you can obviously put in automation, which is fantastic. Um, but what I notice is that on LinkedIn to get the highest results, and we've tested this out a few times, what most people want to do is they want this like automated lead generation system that just they can press a button and like your diary gets just fill up with leads. And while that can happen, okay, what you've got to have is the right process in place to be able to do that. And it converts at a very low amount, which means you need to put tons into it to convert. Whereas what we're seeing with the process that we use, it takes a little bit more work, but you can get somebody to do that work for you. You can add in some automation, which will give you some leverage, all right? But what it means for you in the end is that you may have a much higher conversion, which means you speak to less people, you build better relationships, have better communication, and they buy at a lot higher rate than just trying to drive numbers. Sure. You know, and for most of the people that we work with, for them to have, you know, a $100,000 a year business, $500,000 a year business, they don't need to have 50 clients a month. No, no. Three or four clients, like... My one client has got a million dollar a year business. He needs three clients a month. Great, great. And have you, your systems that help to, that, let, let's take that gentleman that needs, um, or that client that needs three clients a month. Do you have a system that helps them kind of pre-qualify? So they're not talking with 3,000 leads in a month. They're talking maybe with nine leads and converting yes. 30%. Absolutely. So the first step is always, you've got to know exactly who your ideal client is. Yeah. Okay. And you can't just say generally SMEs. Okay, yeah. because that is not an ideal client or entrepreneurs, not an ideal client. You want to get specific. In fact, the more specific you get, the better it works. Okay. And if you're selling high ticket items, and I always recommend if you're getting on LinkedIn, it needs to be for a high value lead or a high ticket item, something that's going to generate a lot of revenue, right? If you're selling one off bottles of water, as an example, like that's not going to be a good fit. Yeah. Right? So someone that's going to be worth $3,000 plus to you, Right. And even if it's lifetime value, that's absolutely cool. But if you're selling, you know, 497 courses, then it's not going to be a good fit. You're going to get people onto a call and it needs to be worth your time to spend that time with them. So once you know who that is, then you're going to create a message. We call it the pickup line that is going to attract them to you. That shows them how to work with you before they even talk to you. Okay. Okay. Then the third step is that you're going to turn your profile into a client centric sales page. Now, the big mistake that most people make is that their profiles are set up as like a CV. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like, they're, you know, it's all about them and their skills and, and what they do and how they help people. But no one cares about that. They want to know what's in it for me. What problems can you solve? So you need to have a deep understanding of who your ideal client is. Create a message that attracts them. And then you can turn your profile into a client-centric sales page. Right. Right. Then it's about building your authority. So now that you're branded, now you want to reach out and start having conversations with people. 
Okay. And this can be people in your first degree network, as well as people who are not in your network that you can start building up. Then you, then it's about creating content and content gives you leverage. Content gives you scale yep. because, and it gives you another point of contact. Sure. But most people are going out there creating content that is way too general. Okay. Which means that they're posting stuff out there. It's not really getting engagement or so the engagement that it is getting is not turning into customers. Yep. And when you start changing the game and you start changing the content so that it actually generates customers, that's when it becomes your best friend. But the reason it's not converting is because you're not targeting it towards your ideal client and focusing about what they care about. It's too general. Great. Yep. Right. Then we start taking a look at the offer. So you need to have an irresistible offer that solves the biggest problem of your ideal client. Then a, follow, a solid follow-up process because your process, your, you know, 80% of salespeople, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to say, give up after one connection. 80% of sales are made after five or more connections, multiple touch points, yeah. right? And then you can automate. And the, the reason automation is the last step is because you can't automate something that you don't already have a working proven process for. Are you tired of the instability of your business? Do you want to stop cash flow challenges, achieve stability in profit, and build a business that you could sell? Do you want to introduce strategies that provide certainty of income, reinvigorate you and your team so that you put an end to plateauing and get your business thriving again? In every sector, in every country, in every state of the economy, there are always businesses that book the trend and outperform the market. It is possible to turn your business around and grow the profitability, reach and impact of your business and put your business back on course for a worthy exit or rewarding future. In my new book, Survive and Thrive, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business, I show you how. I wrote this book for business owners who are putting so much into their business at the expense of time with their family and on their health and who are not getting the results that they desire. I have brought 25 years of experience working in businesses large and small and combining the disciplines of business strategy with mindset with scaling a business to bring you a proven way to scale your business with certainty. To grab your free copy of Survive and Thrive, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business, go to www.surviveandthrive.cc. I'll cover the cost of the book. You just cover the cost of shipping and handling. So head over to surviveandthrive.cc to get your free copy of the book. So let's run through those again then quickly. So first of all, you know your ideal client. Um, then you develop a message that will attract them to you before they've even started working with you, the pickup line. Um, then you want to turn your profile into a client-centric uh, sales page, mm -hmm. build your authority. And step five is to create content. Um, six is the irresistible offer that solves the biggest problem of your ideal client. Um, I think I missed one out before automate. What was the one? Step seven? Follow-up. Follow-up. Of course, yeah. Fortune's in the follow-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow-up and then automate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a guy the other day, one of, our, one of our clients the other day, he says to me, he's like, Matt, my leads have dried up a little bit. I don't know what to do. I said, well, have you followed up with all the people that haven't responded? He said, no, I haven't done that. So he puts a process in place. He gets 15 sales calls booked just wow. by following up with them. Wow. 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 And Fantastic. he's selling a $5,000 program, yeah. you know? So... A lot of, I, like most people, I get a lot of LinkedIn connections and some of them genuinely want to connect because we've got shared um, interests and they genuinely want to build a network to, to share. Others take 
my acceptance to the co- uh, the connection request as immediate for a direct message to immediately try to sell me something without having built uh, and any sort of uh, credibility built shed any value built any kind of relationship so um how do you get past that where that where, where so many people so that you don't come across as just bombarding people's inbox because they get lots of connection requests every every day so there's a couple of ways you can do this, right? And we've got a couple of different strategies for that. But first of all is if you need leads right now, then one of the strategies that we'll use is once you've got your profile set up, and once you've got everything done and you start connecting with people, you'd be very upfront in the connection message, right? So people know what the, co- the connection is about because yeah. the mistake that most people make is they're like, oh, I want to connect with like-minded people. And then they try to sell you stuff, Yeah. Right. But here's the thing. So I'll I'll give you an example. And this is also about relevance. Okay. Relevance is huge in this because I've had people who are LinkedIn marketing people reach out to me and say, Hey, do you need help marketing on LinkedIn? I'm like, dude, are you serious? (laughs) Like you must be joking with me right now. (laughs) So you need to be relevant, which means you need to know who your ideal client is and you need to be targeting your ideal clients in a way that connects and resonates with them. Okay. There's so many times as well where I get connections from people and they're like, hey, do you need apps or websites or all the rest? I'm like, no, you're just trying to sell me your stuff. But if I'm sending out a connection message and say, look, I work with at the moment, my, my pickup line is I help coaches, consultants, and advisors get two to five high value leads per day from LinkedIn through the Rainmaker lead system. Okay. So when I'm connecting with coaches, consultants, and advisors, they're seeing this message and, I'm, and I say to them, hey, I'm looking to connect with coaches and consultants, advisors who are looking to grow through getting leads from LinkedIn. Are you open to connect? And then they say, yes. So then we connect. Now they've said, yes, I'm interested in talking. Now my next message can just be very direct. Mm-hmm. In fact, my next message is very simple. These are the people we work with. These are the results we help them get. Are you looking to get results like this? If so, let's get on a call, see if there's a good fit for us to help you. Great. Yeah. And that comes because you've uh, identified a very clear target market. Yes. You know that uh, through experience that many of them will have a need for the very thing that you're offering. Yes. So don't waste their time. We've tested it because we've tested it and proven it. Okay. How do you go about doing that? So market research. Okay. Right. And this is the thing that most people don't do. Go and interview your clients, right? Or go and interview potential clients and go and ask them, what are their pain points? What are they struggling with? What are some of the things that are keeping them back? Yeah. Right. When you do that, it'll give you a deep understanding of who your ideal clients are, what it is that they need and um, what, they, what they need help with. And then that way you can start creating a message and you can start creating a brand around actually helping them. Too many people go out and build things in the hope that people will just buy them. Right. I like to do it the other way. I like to ask them what they want and then give it to them. So, um, People listening to this podcast are, are a wide range. They're um, successful, established, got a growing business. Others are early in their kind of startup journey, and they may not have a big sort of repertoire of customers of clients to reach out to. So when you say go and talk to your clients, if you haven't, if you really are in the very early, even concept stages of your business, and you want to do that market research, how would they go about getting that kind of um, data? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good question. And, um, you know, we work with companies that are, that are starting out all the way up to listed companies as well. Um, and the process is always the same. Okay. You can use LinkedIn to do this as well. 
you can reach out to people who are potential connections and you can say, look, I'm busy putting together something that is going to help this person go from here to here. And I'd like to get a couple minutes of your time to ask you a few questions, no sales pitch or anything. And in return, I'll give you something of value. You know, I interviewed um, uh, Bob Berg. Have you read the book, The Go-Giver? No, I haven't. No. Oh man, put that on your reading list. It's, okay. a, it's a short one. It's about 90 pages. The Go-Giver. Yeah. It's a stunning, stunning book. So I, got, I had the opportunity to interview Bob Berg as, you know, somehow we, we were connected on Facebook through a friend actually. And um, his philosophy is exactly the same. Ask people what they want and then give it to them. So give them something of value in return for some of their time to be able to find out more about what they want, right? And in doing that, you're going to build a relationship. And inevitably, what will start happening after that is that people will say, how can you help me do this? Or can you help me do this? Mm -hmm. Right? So does two things for you, market research. Gives you a deep understanding of who your ideal client is. And the second thing it does is so that you can create a compelling message to bring more of those ideal clients in. And the second thing it does is it generates leads mm -hmm. every single time. I mean, one of my, um, one of my clients now, I mean, she's, in fact, Rachel, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Rachel, she did this exact process because she's, you know, she's one of our students as well. Um, she did this exact process. She got people on a 15 minute call. So it's, it's how to sell without selling. And she got two clients for $10,000. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. In 15-minute calls. I love that. And, that and, and I love case studies like that. So I want to rewind a bit. And you talked about your Rainmaker pickup line. So how does somebody uh, or the, the message to attract them to you before they start working with you? So that initial, that's the initial connection request, isn't it? So how so does somebody, how does somebody go about so yeah, it's the headline to the connection message. Yeah. So it's your headline on your profile. Because if you think about it, oh, the, it's the headline first on the thing, profile. All oh, right. Because yeah. you think about it, the first thing that someone sees is your image, your banner, and your profile in your headline. Yeah. So if you get if you nail that down, it just it's a game changer for I mean, we we had a guy the other day who he just needed to get that right. And it was a couple of small tweaks. He generated 60 leads. People reached out to him asking to do business just because we nailed that pickup line right right great so what are some of the tips that you will give what's the process you work through with him to help him get that nailed cool so the formula is very simple okay it's simple but people get stuck on this all the time sure. okay so there's a couple of things that you need you need to know who is your ideal client and you need to be very specific about that you yeah. need to know what is the biggest problem that you help them solve. And you yeah. need to have a metric and a timeline. And then you need to have your system or methodology. So when you put it together, it's, I help ideal clients achieve results, you know, with me measurable metric and time frame through system or methodology. Yeah. So I help ideal client achieve results through, through in, in time frame. Yep. Through method or methodology, through methodology. Yep. Great. Makes sense sounds simple but actually being able to identify the component parts of each of those is is, is massively important and, and i guess not everybody has the metric of the deliverable do they well that's the big thing okay so this is where people get stuck the most is that they they get caught up on the ideal client okay they can't choose one instead they try to solve all the problems of all the people at the same time 
and they get stuck on the measurable results in the time frame because a lot of the time people say, well, what if I can't achieve that, right? There's a lot of self-doubt in there as well. And this is, doesn't matter if they're starting out or larger organizations or sales teams or whatever it is, you know, we've worked with, as I said, we've got like listed companies that we're working with at the moment. And it's the same thing every time. So it's like, how do I, how do, I do that? If I make that promise, I have to live up to it. Absolutely. <laughs> but that's also how you stand out from everybody else. Because where everybody else is giving you, you know, wishy-washy statements, you're coming in with something that has certainty, that's got clarity. And when you've got certainty and clarity and you believe in what you do and you believe in those results, what do you think your clients are going to do? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? If you're not going to believe in what you do and if you're not going to stand behind what you do, how can you expect your clients to? Mm. Um, I, I ran a program called double your business and the promise was very clear, um, work with me for one year and I'll double the revenue of your business. And, um, that a, I stood with such congruency in front of an audience sharing that offer, but B that my congruency and confidence and certainty that I knew I could do that, um, really helped to convert it shared it imbued confidence in in them of me and the and, and the program and we got some phenomenal results beautiful yeah absolutely so step one then so step one is to identify your ideal client now a lot of people have heard no conceptually importance of niching down or going down yeah. to the smallest kind of niche even though they might find that counterintuitive but in your experience other than the keep it too broad, where else do they go wrong in terms of their identification of their ideal client? So I, I would always say, and, and you know, we get this distinction a lot because you know, if people have got multiple businesses or they've got multiple products or multiple ideal clients, you know, this is start where it starts getting where they start getting a bit confused. Okay, so who do I choose? Because if I only choose these, what about everybody else? So that's a really okay. good point because I did wonder about asking that question. What if people have more than one business, more than one product line? Because yeah. you're like, for example, the one that you gave in terms of your headline and, 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 and your pickup line, it's for one offering to one target market. So are you talking about separate LinkedIn profiles here? Or? No. Okay. No, that's against the regulations. Okay, okay. So I never recommend that. So here's the thing. Um, I can't remember who said this. It may have been... It may have been Zig Ziglar. I'm not too sure. Okay, so don't hold me on who it was. Sell them what they want. First, sell them what they want, then give them what they need. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Good quote. Okay. So whenever I get this question, the answer is the same. Think about who you can deal with that is going to be a good fit for LinkedIn. Okay. This is not changing your entire business model. This is who we're going to target on LinkedIn. Now, this must be a high value client, which means they've got a long, uh, a good lifetime value. It must be somebody that you are willing to spend the time, energy, and effort and to get on a phone call with them. Yeah. This is not putting somebody through a funnel. This is getting on a phone call with them. Yeah. Okay. And who, like, who are you, who can get you the biggest bang for your buck? Because very often what we see, I mean, you know, one of our clients sells $32,000, $36,000 programs, right? For him, it's worth getting on a phone call, spending his time, energy, and effort there because, you know, he does three of those in a month and he's, he's got a million dollar a year business, $1.2 million a year business. Brilliant. Brilliant. And that's what he's hitting. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you've got multiple product lines or multiple businesses focus on, and this is the mistake that, that, 
you know, I see a lot of coaches, consultants, and advisors make. In fact, most businesses, when they go in and they're having an initial sales conversation, they can diagnose like four or five problems, right? But then they try and solve all four or five problems at the same time, all in the beginning. And, you know, a confused mind never buys. So if you're showing them, okay, four or five problems and you're saying, cool, we can solve all these four or five problems, it becomes very difficult to make a decision. Whereas if we say, okay, cool, let's go in and solve this problem, right? This is the problem we're going to solve. Let's solve this problem. Okay. Once you're in, you solve that problem, then do the next one, then the next one, then the next one, then the next one. You see, we've got, as an example, we've got different levels that people can come and work with us on. So level one is how to get more leads. Perfect. There's a system in place. You jump in, you follow the process, follow the system step-by-step. It's designed that you can literally follow it step-by-step and generate business. Okay. Level number two is where we start focusing on, okay, cool. Now you've got leads. Now we need to put a repeatable sales process in the back end and put in some automation on the lead so that you know that you can have a process in place where leads come in and you know how to convert them into sales, where we focus on qualification and running a qualification, doing a qualification script to putting in a video, to putting in a video and to a sales script. Yeah. Now, coming from door-to-door sales, those are my skills. That's my skill set, right? Yeah. Then the next level up, we start focusing on the business as a whole, right? Where we start diving deep into the offer. We dive deep into your marketing processes. We start diving deep into, you know, then it's your lead generation. Then it's your sales processes. And this is typically where people want to start building scale and growing a business that's bigger than them, right? They want to start hiring people to take over those repetitive processes that they're doing. Or if they've got a team already, right, where, I mean, you know, I had a, a guy, they've got 10 salespeople, right? We worked with them, built this process in with each of them. They tripled their sales in the first month, wow. right? So, you know, there's, there's different levels based on where we're at. And, and our next step is that we're going to be running a, um, we're going to be teaching people how to hire a sales team, how to hire and run a sales team in the back end for scale, um, so that they can grow their business without everything relying on them. Fantastic. And you're, as you mentioned in the early part of this, this conversation, that um, you've done that yourself. And just remind me of the results. You, I know you've seen you've got 30 to 40% yeah. connect, uh, conversion rate. Yeah. So I've got three, I've got three people that um, go in and, and find leads and, and set calls for us. So there's three people that, that go and find leads and set calls. Uh, they generated 32 leads for me last week. And the process is that it's not just a connection that says, yes, I'm interested in talking. They'll then pick up the phone, phone them, qualify them, make sure that it's a good fit. Um, if it's a good fit, then they'll book in a call with me and then they'll send them a video to watch before they, they get on with me. So, I mean, like, I've got five sales calls today. Phenomenal. Great. And I've got another, I've got, an, I've got 15 sales calls already set up for this week that are highly qualified. Um, and I've got another salesperson as well whose diary is also full. So my next step is to get another salesperson so that I can step out of doing all of this so much. And then you're selling them into well, <laughs> a first stage is, is, is an online training program on LinkedIn. But then presumably you also have a done-for solution where you can you can help build that capability and those results for individuals. It depends on what level they need. You know, some people... They, they come in for the lead. So the conversation starter is getting the leads, but then they're like, okay, cool. Well, this, I've actually got problems here, 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 and here. And then we'll take a look at the number one problem that needs to be solved, go in and solve that, and then build out a plan on how to do the next and the next and the next. And so, so people always leave with certainty and clarity about what needs to happen. And that's, you, that's key. 
Could you share, and you mentioned one case study in Rachel, but can you share another case study of somebody who uh, has, had a, has had a LinkedIn profile for, for some time but never really got it generating a flow of leads for them? They, they've come on board, they've done a, one of the products, whether it's the online training to start off with, and then they've got some great results in a, in a relatively quick period of time. Can you, can you share a case study around that? Sure. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of those. And, and, you know, I would say that 99% of the people that come and work with us have got a LinkedIn profile that they've done nothing with. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, if you listen to this and that's you, you're obviously not alone. <laughs> 100%. You're not alone. Okay. Yeah. That's how I started as well. I mean, I had my profile up for like, I don't know, three, four years. I had like 200 connections and then I thought, well, let me actually go in and do this thing properly. And it worked, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Rachel's one in terms of a, um, you know, in terms of a, a solopreneur, if you will. Um, I shared the one with the, with the sales team um, who we worked with them, 10 of their salespeople. They tripled their sales in the first month. Um, there is another one. Oh, geez, I've got plenty. Um, so I've got another guy who is a, 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 a he writes, he helps CEOs write books. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. And it's like done for you book writing. Yeah. Um, and you know, he was having roller coaster months. So like one month he'd do a hundred thousand and then he'd do zero for three months afterwards. Um, whereas now he's consistently at that hundred thousand a month mark, right? right? Which is, which is pretty cool. Um, we've had people who've come in, I've got another guy in New Zealand who's an executive coach. He was doing on average like three to four grand a month. His best month was eight grand. Um, in his first month with us, he did $25,000. Whoa. Yeah. So what we did with him was we took a look at his offer because his offer was not scalable and leveraged and he was charging too little for the work that he was delivering. So we fixed his offer, got him through doing some market research and he went and he signed up five clients, which is pretty cool. Um, I've got another one who is a, a relationship coach. Um, and I think this is one of my favorite ones. She, you know, she was making, I don't know, about three grand a month when she came to us. Um, and she was delivering way too much. In fact, she was working part-time as a waitress to pay bills wow. um, because it wasn't covering her bills. Um, and, you know, same thing. We looked at her offer. We put a process in place. Um, in her first, so she joined up on the Friday. By the Tuesday when we had our first call, she'd set up seven sales calls, right, just going through the process. We came up with an offer, a four-grand offer. By the end of the week, she'd signed up three of them. She now had $12,000 extra in her business. Fantastic. Right, it was awesome. a game changer. So whether you're a solopreneur, whether you're a listed company with sales teams that you want to be able to um, better leverage or get a better return from the channel that is LinkedIn, then clearly Matt Clark and his team can help. So Matt, where can people go to to find out more? You know, What's the first step for them to find out more about you and the Rainmaker system? Absolutely. So first place is obviously LinkedIn. Connect with me there. Right. And send me a message, send me a connection message as well. So, you know, that I know that you've heard me on Gavin's uh, podcast and I can give him some feedback. Uh, and then the second thing is, uh, you know, how do you feel about me giving a gift to, to your listeners? Yes. Shoot. Go ahead. Perfect. So some of the things that we've spoken about around getting the ideal client to pick up line and the profile set up the right way, we've created something called the 20 minute profile makeover. Yep. And you can go to my website, www.thevirtualedge.com and you can download that for free. Fantastic. So that's the virtualedge.com. That's correct. And it's the 20-minute profile makeover. Right. And then uh, 
Uh, just also to clarify um, the spelling of your name, uh, Matt, M-A-T-T, Clark, C-L-A-R-K. So no E uh, if you're wanting to connect with Matt on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Thank you. Matt, yeah. it's been a real pleasure. I could, I'm could, i fascinated by this and I, I can tell from uh, your enthusiasm and passion that this is an area that you just delight in getting great results for your clients and the case studies speak for, for, for themselves as well. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Business Mastermind podcast. And anybody listening, I really, really do encourage uh, that if you're interested in getting better results from LinkedIn, that you reach out to Matt on LinkedIn and you go to uh, www.thevirtualedge.com and check out the 20 20- minute profile makeover to really improve uh, your LinkedIn results. Matt, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on, Gavin. Hey, Gavin here. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Matt. Here's a recap. Those eight steps. Know exactly who your ideal client is. Devise a message to attract them to you before they start working with you. He calls the pickup line. That's your headline in your profile. Number three, turn your profile into a client-centric sales page. Number four, build your authority. Five, create content. Six, what's your irresistible offer that solves the biggest problem of your ideal client? Seven is follow-up and eight is automate. Some really great recommendations in there. You know, I love that quote, when put under the extreme pressure, we don't rise to our highest potential you sink to your low highest level of preparedness and perseverance so when put under extreme pressure we don't rise to our highest potential we sink to your highest level of preparedness and perseverance great quote speak next time you've been listening to the business mastermind podcast be sure to subscribe rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms Enjoy more success and create more impact.